Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, from anywhere from janitors that are doing the best in their industry, at their school or business, all the way up to presidential candidates of different countries. I haven't gotten an opportunity yet to introduce you guys to any of the presidential candidates of the United States or our president yet, but that would be a huge dream of mine to be able to do that one day. Um, additionally, sometimes I feel spirit-led to talk on topics that, for me in my faith system, I identify as the creator of the universe, inspiring through me to talk on things that I feel within my spirit are important and relevant in the time that we're at. So if you're listening to the show right around the time it's being released, I believe wholeheartedly it will help you, it will help your family, it will help your business, and it will help if you have children in the school system. I try my best to include uh, medical uh, examples as well. If you work in the medical sector, from my brief experiences in that space, business space, Um, Although I'm not a veteran in the military space from being a veteran spouse and uh, the experiences that I have with, uh, I would say probably over 50% of my social network and family network being either a veteran or a first responder um, uh, of the United States of America in that perspective. And I do have some community members that are international first responders and veterans, so we appreciate them as well. This whole show, the purpose of this show is to help empower you to find happiness from within. Now that definition is open-ended. That means it's different for all of us. We are all unique individuals. My hope for you is that this show will be an introduction if this is the first interaction that you have with myself and my ministry, Erin Nicole Ministries, that I own with my family, my husband. Um, This is a starting place. This is not listen to this once and then you're fixed, right? Just like going to a gym or exercising. It's those little things we do every single day that add up and help us to get into the direction of our life desires. Or it's those little things that we choose not to do that we should that help steer us away from our goals in life that we really desire to have, but we're not disciplined enough to keep focused on them. So uh, today uh, is no interview with anyone else. This is spirit led. I am literally walking in nature uh, and I don't even know what the topic of the title is. So maybe by the end of the episode, I'll have that figured out for you. But again, this is completely spirit led just being my honest self and sharing a little bit of reality for what I'm going through in hopes that you might be listening on the other end. Maybe you're in drive time university and you're commuting to work. Maybe you are taking your kids to school and I try my best to warn you if I have adult topics beforehand so you can pause it. Um, So you can decide as a family unit if you want your children, young ears, to hear the information. Um, And we're just going to go with it. So uh, in the last couple months, it's been been pretty tragic for Erin Nicole. (laughs) 
But uh, one thing that I've learned since I was a little girl is to keep on swimming. I actually just wrote my first rap with a musical hook and I would dream huge if someone big like Lizzo would perform it. Just keep swimming. So uh, what's been going on? Um, I've had a few episodes where I discussed it. Um, I, earlier this year, got married to my hero of 2020 that kept me safe when local authorities in the state that I was stuck in during the pandemic did not help me. Um, they messed up real big, um, easily could sue for millions and win easily because the creator of the universe already told me to do it. I'm just waiting because um, I really have a heart full of forgiveness. But the creator of the universe is not just forgiveness, is also justice. Um, was forced to separate from my husband because of political games and lies, and he's protecting me. Um, I didn't know it at the time because he had to lie to me in order to get me to be upset with him so that it looked like a legitimate separation. Um, two months after being separated from him, I realized, oh, that's why he did it. Because there's a bunch of people all over the nation that are getting arrested falsely for fraud. I had to move. I chose to get married. I chose to move to be with my husband. Then I had to move because of other people outside my family lying. I've been dealing with for two years ongoing cyber warfare attacks. And I know who initiated all of it. And I know who could fix it all. And I've already confronted him recently. I thought when I got married to the person that was his trainer <laughs> that the stealing would stop. But instead, they've accelerated it so much so that they weren't just stealing from my two businesses, Move Happy and Erin Nicole Media. They actually completely conned me into a scam through the phone, personified as a Republican, tried to get that Republican involved in fraud, tried to get me involved in it, but I reported their A-S-S-E-S -S -S to the FBI cyber crime unit. They took all my money, not just my money. They took $1,810 extra from my bank that my bank is telling me I have to pay back and 1500 emergency money my mom sent me because I had an HVAC sales job that I, had, I was working prior to. But I dealt with three counts of sexual harassment in the workplace. And when I reported it to corporate, they didn't fix it. They tried to cover it up by forcing me into a mental health day off, paid administrative day off that turned into, mm, I want to say four or five days. They wasted two days interrupting my workflow day. So I had to miss out on sales opportunities, messed up hid things, lied about things. I recorded their conversations. By the third interview I was supposed to have in person with the corporate assigned HR person uh, that flew in for the meeting, she threatened me over the phone that she was going to get a lawyer to meet with me 
And I'm like, what is this meeting about? I'm so confused because I didn't even want to talk about the sexual harassment that we as women deal with on an everyday basis. I didn't want to bring it up, but it was a man, a leader in my company, in my location that encouraged me so much. So he told me, Aaron, if you don't share this, you're not standing up for any women in the workplace. I would kill the man if he did this to my wife. I said, it's really that bad? He's like, yeah, Aaron, it's not okay. You should be able to show up to work and not be harassed by another person. I was like, all right, fine. So I reported it, and unfortunately, it got worse for me. These people that scammed me knew about it because they've been paying attention to my content on social media. They hacked into the company, deleted the emails, deleted even the record of me working at the company through the HR payroll system because when I tried to log in, it showed that there was no record of me working there. These people are breaking federal laws and they are paid through a contract through our government. I love my country 100%, but I do not ever love people that steal from the less fortunate. And I have a mindset that is incredible and I have favor over my life that is overwhelmingly beautiful and I am blessed beyond measure and I have a roof over my head that is a temporary roof right now because these people completely scammed the system, scammed me and tried to get me involved in all of this fake fraud that they are arresting people all over the nation illegally for because they are using personification, which is a cyber attack term where someone hacks into your phone, hacks into your email and pretends to be you. They have done that. They did that with my husband. They did that with his community members, his friend of long-term 20 years that I had been introduced to and reached out somehow on my business page when she and I never chatted on my business page. So she didn't know about my business page. And I know my husband wouldn't involve her in it because he did nothing but protect me, provide for me, and went above and beyond in 2020 to make sure that I was taken care of when we just met. Sold his motorcycle just in case I needed help with bills when I was off the grid. He added me through the VA as his caretaker because I became his friend and I was taking him to doctor's appointments. And I knew he had a stroke a few years before and he was kicked out of the hospital because they didn't have enough beds for people. And he had a stroke. He didn't even get seen by a doctor and they sent him home. So I didn't want that to happen to him because I cared about him as a human being and the decency of it. And after two years, he proposed to me right away when I first met him in like the first couple of weeks. And after two years, I had the realization that, oh, maybe this could work for us because I can help make sure that he is treated with dignity in his last years on this earth and make sure no one tries to take advantage of him. But unfortunately, these people that he has been working for in our government decided to try and destroy the last few years of his joy and his bliss and his love, his opportunity to have a peaceful retirement. 
he told me he was removing himself from being a part of this organization, this life. He was done with it. He told me that. He said he quit the group. I said, don't quit your friends. I don't know what your group is. It's none of my business. He don't talk about his job. I don't talk about mine, except for on social media. So he know all about my business of what I share on social media and what we had in private conversations at home. That's what I've been dealing with. And I haven't been able to enjoy my newlywed year because I've been forced to separate and I've had to move four times, count it five now, because I'm in temporary housing because they stole all of my money and shut my nonprofit bank account down. When I called the bank to try and figure out what was going on, they said that I committed fraud. I said, oh, hell no. H-E double hockey sticks, no. It was all pre-planned, premeditated. They intentionally tried to get me involved in this personification attack that is going on all over our nation. Now, I imagine there are some things on both political parties that is a little bit shady because there's extremists in all, in all faith systems, in all political things, in all schools, and everywhere there's division. But there's also unity, and there's also leaders that choose to step up and do the right thing. I have been doing the right thing all my life. And if I don't do the right thing, someone corrects me, I take wisdom, I take advice because smart people learn to be smarter by listening to those that are more successful than them. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Because if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in a room full of idiots. You should be wanting to challenge yourself to be better so you could do better every single day to make this world a better place. Otherwise, why are we here? You don't get to take anything when you leave. You don't get to take that fancy car, that boat, that fine honey that had the 17 surgeries to make her look like she's 60 years younger than she actually is with the plump lips and the plump eyelids and the lashes and the nails and the fake booty. You don't get to take her with you when you go. Now the beautiful thing is that I've learned to live meagerly my whole life. I've learned to live with little, to be satisfied, to be joyful because little things bring me joy. Singing. I don't need no money to sing. I can sing in my car. I can sing sleeping outside. Creator of the universe gives me songs, pours out music through me. In this month alone, this is the last day of the month. If you're listening to this, if it's released, I'm recording it on the last day of September 2022. That's the day that I'm walking right now. So far, 10 songs this month in 30 days. 10 songs the creator has inspired through me. I apparently work way better in my creative space under pressure. Now, they took all my money. And when I say all my money, they took all my money, $1,500 from my mom, who's a widow, who's taking care of her three grandchildren, and $1,810 from my bank. My bank says they potentially are going to report my social security number negatively to other banks so that I can't even get a bank account. Breaking laws, breaking federal laws, and damaging my social security number in my own country. And I'm not the only one they're doing it th this to. And I know who's doing it. 
How do I know that? Because I invited his top security leader to my party in 2020, not knowing what his background job was because he had a nice nonprofit in the canine industry. Yep, I'm calling it out. I ain't saying his name, but you could put two and two together. Not only did I invite him, but I had a fake minister. She showed me her PhD in ministry. But in the end times, if you read Revelations, you will see that there will be plenty of fake ministers, preachers, pastors that will be claiming that they know the way. Now, she conned me because I was a four-year-old. I was a preschool when it came to smart technologies in 2020. And I have a heart of gold. I love everybody. And I assumed everybody was nice like I am and trusting. Big mistake. I introduced them both. She had access to all the money in the world. She paid him to take me out of this world. He connected me to his top trainer who is now my husband, but he also took the payment from her. Why did he take the payment? I believe through all of the prayer and meditation that I've had over the course of two years, I believe he had to make it look legitimate and real to her. Otherwise, she would have hired somebody else. Somebody raise your hands. Hallelujah. This is a real sermon, real life. Still don't have a topic yet, but I'm going to guess the title of this one is probably going to be called Just Keep Swimming. It's not a surprise to me looking back now because of all the time I've had to think it over and all of the theft that has continued to go on anytime I post anything that is positive for my brand growth. These people were defunded. There was a huge news announcement all over international news in the United States. They should not have any funding. They should not be a paid organization, but they are still getting paid. They are still doing dirty work. They're doing it so good that even my husband said he gets paid and he don't know how. Yeah, and he tried to quit the group, but they won't let him quit. So that's why they're trying to destroy my husband, destroy his reputation, and that's why he protected me and tried to keep me out of it. But guess what? This man, this man is full of integrity, love. He gave his home away to a family sleeping outside with five children, family of six or seven. And it didn't sit right with him that he was a person, one person, and he had this big old house. So he gave it to them, and he slept in the woods for three years. Because men don't get as much support in our society. They are expected to be able to get jobs, get access to money. They don't have as many resources as women and pregnant women or or women with children, single women, get. And he sacrificed. And if you've ever been homeless or you've ever been on the brink of homelessness, it's not fun. Some people love it. Some people love the freedom And they want to stay homeless, but the majority of people that have any value in themselves, that have any self-esteem in themselves, do not desire to be homeless. Imagine living homeless for three years with no sense of hope. He lost a lot of his value. I imagine, he never told me that, but I imagine if you sleeping in the woods and you served your country as a veteran, 
you protected the borders when you went international during whatever war, whatever issue our country was having in the decade of which you signed up to be in the military, my hat goes off to you all. I'm so grateful for all the veterans in our country, all the first responders in our country, all of the National Guard um, and local military that protect our borders here that don't travel, that make that decision to stay local within our borders because there is so much warfare, physical, cyber, spiritual. You need to guard yourselves up. No matter what political party you're on, I don't care. My husband and I were full of peace. We are full of love. He's had his past and he is a spiritual leader of my household. Now we are separated because we have to be because of all of the lies, deceit, deception that's going on in our country. And it's going on all over the world. Darkness is everywhere. So is light. And the thing about light is that it's more powerful than darkness. You can have one candle it's seen a mile away. In the dark. If we all join together and make a decision to stand up against injustice, to stand up against the evil, the darkness, and find ways to look for the good in others, find ways to appreciate our leadership in our country, wherever country you're listening to, I, I could not put the pressure of being a president on myself. That is not what I've been called to do. I've been called to bring people together. That's how I was designed as a little girl. I've always desired to bring people together and to sing, to entertain. And I love my background in professional teaching. I was a K-12 instructor. I taught every single age group preschool I taught elementary um, health and fitness through some schools were K through six, some schools were pre K through six. I taught middle school health and fitness and middle school mathematics my first year as a contracted teacher. It was an emergency situation. I am not endorsed in middle school mathematics, but it was one of the best years ever because I got to be there and show up consistently because the students needed someone to show up consistently because their teacher had three bouts of cancer, and he was 32 years old. Now, I didn't get to continue the following year because his treatment worked and he came back. That was good news. It wasn't good news for my paycheck, but it was good news overall for the morale of the students. And that was also um, the first year I had to deal with being a young adult and dealing with suicide of the high school student that was right next, sorry, I didn't warn you, that was um, right next to, it was a very small country town. And they shared the same gym as our middle school students. And they had a youth athletic partnership, the high school with the middle school. So that decision that that high school student did impacted our whole town. It impacted all of my students, and especially one that was in my class that was his assigned middle school athlete for the track team. That was my first year as a teacher in 2009. You don't get training to deal with that. You learn through experiences. But that wasn't my first experience around 
end of life by choice, by self-infliction. When I was 14 years old, I had to sing. I was asked to sing, and I loved to sing, but I was asked to sing for an eight, I was in ninth grade, for an eighth grader's funeral because he used his own father's weapon and blew his brains out. And I only knew about it because he missed the jazz festival. The entire school jazz group didn't show up. And every single school showed up to the spaghetti feed, but we were wondering where that school was. Everyone started talking. They asked for students from the top singing group, a small group of us from the neighboring school to sing it because the the kids were too much in shock at his school because they were all friends with him to sing. So we sang at his funeral. And then a lot of spiritual attack happened within our community where I had a youth. um, She wasn't a Sunday school teacher, but she was one of, she was one of the, it was a husband and wife duo. And sometimes they would guest um, teach Sunday school lessons when our regular Sunday school instructor couldn't make it. And she started having her own mental health problems When you deal with end of life, when someone does it, no matter what age, it starts to spread around because spiritual darkness is on the attack. It is desirous of causing division, separation, confusion, and it loves to separate families. It loves to separate nations. That's what we're dealing with all over, especially in my nation, I can see it because it's happening directly to me. And I'm a first grader when it comes to smart technologies. Now I made a mistake maybe a week and a half ago and I tweeted something because I was ticked off that my second phone that I had to purchase when people attacked me digitally, stole from me in 2020, and it's been ongoing. I was forced to get a second phone because I cannot call my mom on the first phone unless I am looping her in on a three-way call to someone else. The only way I can communicate with my mom is through the second phone. Now, they sold out my phone number to the student loan organization that owns all of our student loans in the United States of America. I did not give anyone permission to have access to that phone number, and they have been calling me nonstop. And the thing is, I was frustrated because when you look on the NSLDS website, which is the up-to-date 24-7 federal website that tells you how much you owe in your student loans to help you get organized because they are confusing. They sell out to new companies. They change names. They use lots of legal jargon. They allow 18-year-olds that are still learning and still growing that don't have any law background to sign off on things. And then it's essentially we are indentured servants. That's essentially the description that I would give it. Now, I'm grateful that I was able to go to college but I'm not grateful that we were deceived even at the elementary level to all go to college because there were no jobs 
available when I graduated. I only got temporary part-time jobs and kept getting laid off and laid off and laid off. And finally, I got so tired of it. I got my master's degree and then I had five part-time jobs. And I still couldn't pay off my student debt. Now they're reaching out to me multiple times on a daily basis, knowing full well that I asked them to clarify on this NSLDS website how much I owe so that I can get organized with my pay structure to pay them back. Now all of their loans, except for $1,200 of my undergrad, say that I owe the student loans to Oregon State University. That is where I got my master's degree completely paid for through a tuition remission program because we had amazing students from Asia that came over and they added a position for me. They paid my tuition and they gave me a monthly stipend to live off of because I taught university level fitness courses. I taught myself that first year how to do it with excellence. I kept the standards high. I passed all the requirements. I got good reviews from my students so that I didn't get kicked out of the program and I kept my GPA average up to the required level. And I also created Project Asthma, which is five songs, five dances, teaching curriculum. It was supposed to be for the fifth grade level, but my, my standards of excellence, I didn't know, without any professional schooling expertise, just from my own knowing and my own professional expertise in high school, being in an elite music group, I was invited to present my signature song and dance to a regional conference to teach all professionals in physical education, recreation, and dance, my own creation, and that was stolen in 2020 when I was off the grid through one of the team members that was supposed to protect me. I've been through some real S-H-I-T, and they are testing me. They want to see because they added a role in our country and in every single country, whether you're listening to this from Spain, Portugal, I'm just throwing random countries out that the Spirit is telling me to say, um, Paraguay, Russia, Ukraine, Japan, Yugoslavia, United States, Canada, Mexico, the Caribbean, the Pacific Islands, Samoa, wherever you are listening to this from, maybe Papua New Guinea, there are new positions that are being added to every single country in the world. I don't know when they're going to be officially adding them, but they added me to the nomination to be a mental health global ambassador of my country. And they have been testing me. They have been putting me through all kinds of trials and breaking all kinds of laws, all in the name of competition, because there are other teams that don't know how to win. All they know how to do is cheat, lie, steal, deceive, and it's easier to tear down a building than it is to build one up. So when they knew that they couldn't get to me through my business, because I haven't been able to make any sales in two years off my Move Happy website because they broke the system. It looks like it works, but when you go to purchase a book, when you go to purchase a program, it doesn't let you purchase it. And that's my own countries, leadership, paid contractors that should not be paid anymore. Yeah. When they realized that I wasn't going to stop because I'm not focused on the money, I'm focused on the mission that the creator of the universe has assigned to me, they finally got so pissed off. They seen my tweet and they're like, 
man, she's disrespecting us. Even though I don't even have a Twitter following that is anything to say anything about. I don't even have a thousand followers. But I apparently have influence so much so that they went in, created a fake scam to take a first grader and steal from a first grader of technology, steal all of her money and get it all shut down. Don't even have a way for people to send me money because I got no bank account unless they sent me a money order or a check. And I'm a woman that loves to work. I've been working since I was nine years old. Paper route for nine years we had as a family every Tuesday. For the most part, mom folded the papers. Thank you, mom. She got arthritis in her thumb now. Probably both thumbs. But that was our quality time with mom and that was our way of lowering our father's financial stress because he was the main breadwinner. And I also had a jewelry business. I had a mouse business for a little bit, but I, didn't, I wasn't too good at keeping the animals alive. Dad got cancer when I was 11. Our family friend, veteran spouse, encouraged me because she was good with finances and she wanted to help her friend because I was her best friend's daughter and she cared about me. She cared about my mom's well-being. She said, I seen you making these necklaces. Have you ever thought about selling them? And I was like, oh, I never thought about it. So I started selling them in the school. Everybody was buying them from me. There were these cool choker bead necklaces. I had my teacher. She bought it. Um, my classmates. Classmates from our neighboring class were buying it. I started getting into making bracelets. Started building my confidence. I taught a class that same year. I'm 11 years old and I'm teaching other students that are probably nine years old through the church because because mom and her friends, they talk to each other and they try to make sure because they're dealing with cancer and dad might die. So they're trying their best to, you know, think about the kids and make sure we're all doing good. And I'm so grateful all of that crap happened in my life and in my family's life because it taught me resilience. It taught me that I can make decisions even amongst the storm. You might be going through something right now. You might be going through terrible things right now. You might have had a bunch of people in your family die of COVID or you suspect it was like COVID, but there's all these confusing other um, similar sicknesses that are out there. Or maybe it's just plain old somebody in your family was 90 years old, they lived a good life and they, they're not here anymore. You might be going through a lot. You might be at a, a job place where earlier I was talking about sexual harassment. Maybe you're dealing with that right now and you're so afraid to speak up about it because you don't want to go through what I went through, which is real bad because people um, might try to cover it up. I'm just, I'm so sorry to be real with you, but I encourage you if you are going through it, if you decide to speak up, make sure you have a company phone that you're dialing on and you get on your phone and you hit record Make sure it's legal in your state. Most states allow you to have a recording of it in case they start lying to try and cover up. My state, it's legal. The state where I'm from originally, it's legal. Not all states are legal. Not all countries allow it to be legal. But guess what? They got the organizations that will be recording your calls anyway. If you're in the United States, that's been since like the 70s. And that's to make sure that our country borders are safe and there's no terrorist attack and all that. That's their job. My job is to bring people together, spread more love, entertain, sing, and teach. 
I've been teaching since I was a kid. And I'm so grateful for all the experiences. And I, I'm also grateful, and it might sound crazy, but although I was crying a lot in the last few weeks, because I'm like, I can't deal with this. This is like, this is greater than my circumstances can, can handle. I posted my last post because the creator of the universe told me, Aaron, you ain't posting anymore until the Judas in your circle fix and corrects his wrong because he's been stealing with you. He's been allowing the stealing to happen for two years. When you got married, he no longer was stealing from you. He was stealing from you and your husband, and he's trying to destroy him. You need to stand up for your husband and protect him. And that's what I've been doing. And I hope and pray that if you have a spouse right now and you love them and you remember why you married them, or even if you're not married, maybe you got someone in your life that you care for romantically or you care for your friend and they're going through a hard time right now. I hope and pray that you would stand up for them because there are so many people that I reached out to for help that did not help me. But there is a small handful of people that did. Those people will never be forgotten. Not the ones that said, oh, praying for you. Oh, thank you for your prayer. The ones that are actually like, hey, you know what? I got some actual resources for you. I got some ideas. I listened to your problem. Here are some ways. Here are some ideas. Take it or leave it. Those are the people that I remember and actually appreciate. Not the ones that are telling me when I'm asking I need money, when I'm asking when I need housing, when I'm asking I need food, basic, essential living needs, requirements that have been stripped from me, from my own government's paid contractors that should not be paid. They should have been disbanded a long time ago. And that's why I can't wait. And I'm so grateful for my mentor telling me, Aaron, I'm so excited for you. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I can't really say I'm sorry you're going through this because the creator of the universe is going to have such a great comeback. You're going to have an incredible story once you get through this. And he was right. Not through it yet. Definitely not through it yet. But I've got 10 songs in 30 days while requiring to move while having to figure out how to get to places without using my GPS because people trying to locate me, keep an eye on me, spy on me, illegally breaking into my stuff, trying all kinds of things, sending me fake money opportunities through previous financial engagements that I was doing as an entrepreneur, breaking all kinds of federal laws. And like the landlord of my last spot told me, who's a retired army officer of the United States, elderly person with lots of wisdom. He said, let a liar walk into their own trap. Thank you so much, coach. It's exactly what's going on here. So you can keep trying. If you listen into this and you're a part of the people, that's the problem. You can keep on trying or you can realize that even if you steal everything from me, including my housing, including my food, including my dignity, you can't steal my joy, no matter what. Because you don't own it. The creator of the universe has already given me victory. And you might not understand that, but you might be searching and seeking. And you're tired of what you're doing. Because you've had a revelation and if you know anything about the Bible, you might have heard of the story of Saul turning to Paul 
He changed his name. He used to persecute. He was, he was killing all the Christians. Like tons and tons of Christians. And he had his God moment. And he repented completely. That means he walked away from the lifestyle that he was choosing to live. He asked for forgiveness. And he never did it anymore. And instead, what he chose to do was now support all of those that were in the same category of their faith that he was killing off at a very high volume amount. And the creator of the universe told him to change his name because he was no longer that person. You too can make that decision for yourself. If you're listening to this and you've been one of those people that was involved, that is involved in all the thefts of my husband's and my three business entities, and now my personal account, and now stealing from my mom, a widow, with three grandchildren in her home she's taken care of. If this is touching your heart in any way, you can make a decision to change your behavior in a moment. All you have to do is just stop. Do the right thing and ask for forgiveness. Because the thing about my faith and my decision is that I lead my life with love and I try my best to live a life like Jesus lived on this earth. And I'm not perfect, so therefore I don't expect anyone to be perfect. I can't wait for the Judas in my circle that took the payment. I can't wait for him to set up the meeting with all of our top-level leaders because they all need an awakening and a reminder that we live in the United States of America, not divided. And they need to stop all the BS and all the games that they're paying people to do behind closed doors to try and get people to shift in their favor and their thought processes. Because we as a nation, with all of the TikTok information, with all of the LinkedIn and the Facebook social media, and our intelligences as human beings, we see through the BS. We want you to work together because families that are united have happier, healthier children that show up to school more often, that call out sick less often, that get better grades in school, which positively impacts the values of the home in their community, which positively impacts how people make money when they buy and sell homes. It affects the realtors. It affects the mortgage people. It affects travel, tourism. When you have unity in your country, it starts in the homes. And if we can't figure it out from the top leadership, there's no hope for us. But I believe the Judas in my circle is already orchestrating that meeting. And I'm not sure when that meeting will take place, but I already have seen visions of it so clear of all the people that will be in the room. I can't wait to discuss the HOPE Act with our top-level leaders. 
that my husband and I had been designing earlier this year to help elevate the revenue of our entire nation without adding any extra costs using what we already have because I have been resourceful my entire life, professional and personal, because I've had to be. As a teacher, you had to learn how to be resourceful because you didn't get paid crap and you were forced to pay for all of your required trainings to keep you legally able to do your job. The creator of the universe gave me this idea in 2020 and Judas tried to steal it and use it as his own idea. And it hasn't either been launched yet or it hasn't been as effective because he didn't fully get the information because I had just received the idea and it took me two years and a lot of attempted distractions to keep me swayed off the purpose. But the creator said, nope, now's the time with your husband. This is something you guys are going to do together. So I would imagine if something could add value to our revenue in our economy and help raise the level of value of every citizen, all homeless people would have an opportunity to work they would no longer be taking from society and thought of as druggies, deadbeats, and thieves. Because many are not. Many are, just like me, displaced from other people's choices. Some, yes, some, yes, are drug addicts. Some, yes, choose to be homeless and will always want to be homeless. But there are many that desire to work and this is an opportunity to provide them with the means which will benefit everyone in society. I'm so excited for that day. All right, keep on swimming. And uh, don't forget to tell someone you love them today. You can check on our accompanying website, 24-7, themovehappy.podbean.com for where we're at in the downloads. If you'd like to, if you learned anything from this episode, if we added any value, if you want to share it on your social media and tag us, feel free. Um, We are doing a listening room competition. However, we're not posting anything on social media until the Judas in my circle corrects the wrong because that's what the creator of the universe told me to do and this episode will be uploaded as soon as uh, the banking situation gets corrected because um, I'm not able to pay the platform so therefore I cannot add any episodes until it's paid for and I have to pay my rent first and my car payment first, and all of these other things first. So that's real life for me. And I'm not dead yet. So there's obviously still purpose for me and there's purpose for you too. So no matter how bad your season is getting, I imagine you probably haven't gone through what I'm going through. So maybe this will help you have a little perspective and stop complaining and step up put a little fire under your butt. Hopefully I encouraged you. All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone, even 
if it's someone that's not your family that you love them. It could be in another way. You don't have to say, I love you to your boss, but maybe you say, hey, you know, I just, I really appreciate your leadership. I really appreciate that you take the time to meet with us, you know, on a weekly basis, one-on-one, -on -one, and check in with us and see how we're doing outside of work. During this pandemic, it's been really tough, and you don't have to do that, and I appreciate you going above and beyond because that lets me know that you care about me and that makes me want to show up more frequently because everybody's hiring right now and I could easily leave, but I don't want to leave because I know you care about me as a human being. That would mean the, the world to a leader, to a boss, if they heard that from their employees because everybody's stress level is high. So do something like that today. Speak it, speak life into others, encourage others. They'll give it back to you or they'll spread it to someone else and they'll make someone else's day better. And that could be us all spreading light around the world. It's as simple as that. All right, peace out.